0: So well done. Um, you went through the scenario well, and we got through to all of the endpoints on there. Um, and you did, by and large, cover all of the um, salient points about, uh, you know, assessment, investigation, and management of this patient. And your knowledge at the end, in terms of endoscopic therapy, was good. And um, there's a few points that I would say about uh, just to try and improve the answers here. And I think the key with these things is you're you're answering it at the level of st4 so you don't want to you know then you're not going to be asked the the you know the letter by letter point about assessment and management in an a to e manner they assume that you can do that as the medical registrar um and i think that's and that's very reasonable for the for them to do that and you won't have got to registrar level without being to do that but you do need to still talk out loud with your um with your thoughts so you need to say and you need to identify very quickly you know this gentleman my suspicion here is that this is a, a upper GI bleed which is a medical emergency um and I am and therefore before taking any history would assess him briefly in an A to E manner to ensure that they're stable enough for me to proceed with, with a more in-depth history which is exactly what you should do and is exactly what you would do in real life the other thing is to say things out loud so you need to make it clear you mentioned it later down in the um, scenario but you need to make it clear that actually this gentleman is shocked and it's probably a hemorrhagic shock so you need to uh identify that and you can say for early on i had to drag out of you a major hemorrhage protocol but you should say that early on if you're if they're ongoing bleeding and they're shocked then you would activate a major hemorrhage protocol and that will get you the support that you need um quite quickly um so that is what i'd say and, and once you've got that out of the way the uh examiners know that you know that you know how to manage it that you're doing it in a safe manner and then you can start looking at the more kind of salient points and the more uh and more challenging and technical points which will give you a higher marks it And um, this the the kind of the other things you can mention uh are things like the upper gi bleed um bsg bundle um which can help identify in the initial stages um you talked about medications you talked about cirrhosis which is good um the other thing I would say is you need to make, get a bit of information if someone's bleeding at this amount about their kind of physiological function and their background. So if they're extremely frail and having a large bleed, then you, it does question whether you're going to proceed with an endoscopy. Um, a lot of the time you will, but it's, it makes the situation more challenging. And it's often something that they will ask you about in scenarios, uh, because at that point you need to involve other colleagues, you need to involve the consultant who's going to be doing the procedure with you. You need to involve the family and the next of kin if their patient's not able to consent. Uh, and between you, you need to come to a, to a conclusion and a, and a decision about what whether you're going to put uh, put this patient through an endoscopy or not. And um, so, and the way you can decide on that is based upon their comorbidities, their physiological reserve, uh, and their and their kind of um, frailty status. Um, the, the examination, I think you covered the important bits and the investigations you talked about it as well. I think the other thing to think about is by that point, we knew that the patient was cirrhotic mm-hmm. and and, uh, and that changes the approach that you have. It changes the management. So you need to think, you know, a bleed is potentially a, um is is it is is an evidence of decompensation or it can be a precipitant for that so you need to mention that and you need to talk about other causes of decompensation so ongoing alcohol use which was mentioned but also drugs sepsis infection uh, sepsis cancer portal vein thrombosis all these things so you think about uh, whether they need an acidic tap at that point, uh, whether they need an ultrasound at some point, whether you need to monitor them for alcohol, or whether you need to do a septic screen. You talked about later on broad-spectrum antibiotics, which is absolutely right. But you should get a septic screen uh, ideally before that in order to best identify any uh, any concerns about that um, and any precipitants for the decompensation. And then I think and then the actual management itself, I think, was good. Um, you talked about uh correction of craiculopathy you talked about hemoglobin targets and, and initiation of telepressin and um, one thing i'd also say when you're talking about assessment and management is a, is a risk score so glasgow blatchford is very important it will give you indication this gentleman was clearly going to have uh inpatient endoscopy and uh, management but if it's a less borderline case then actually the glasgow blatchford score is an evidence-based mechanism to work out who can be safely managed as an outpatient so that's important um and uh, and then there's the kind of more technical points, just that you want to show to the examiner that you've got experience managing these things and you know the, the nitty gritty of it, you know that you need to liaise with the consultant or the GRB registrar, you need to liaise with the endoscopy nurse in charge because actually they're going to be the ones presumably that are helping book the porters and, get, and getting a room ready for them in the endoscopy unit and managing that point of view talk about ICU availability if you need that in particular of a cirrhotic you need to be you may be worried about um, encephalopathy and then that will predispose them to um, aspirations you need to think about whether they need airway protection and um, so all of these things that you kind of briefly touched on but you need to say more firmly and more clearly so that you can really so the examiner really gets the feel that you've managed these before and that you know what you're doing and that actually where you in in a post tomorrow you would be straight away you'd be competent in managing it and they would have, be happy with you doing it as their registrar uh, and then actually from in terms of the uh, kind of endoscopic management actually you did very well you covered uh, exactly the right points you you appropriately identified the red signs which is a which is a high-risk stigmata for recent or forthcoming GI bleed uh, from the varices um, the it's not unreasonable for them to show you a photo or give you a shot from an endoscopy and sh- and ask you to identify pathology so just to have that in mind to have some pictures of some ulcers that you've looked at have some pictures of some varices that you've looked at just and some red signs which you already did just to know what the, the pathology looks like so you know whether you're going to treat it or not and um, and then yeah and you otherwise you answered all of the other questions very well so i think that was a that was a strong finish to the station um so overall well uh well answered but i think you need to be a bit more uh forthcoming with your thought process and speaking out loud during these things is never uh, a bad thing uh, unless you get a bit of verbal diarrhea um uh, <laughs> because it, it just helps the examiner uh understand your thought process which is what they're really trying to assess uh, and it it helps um reassure them particularly when it's an online interview does that make sense good yeah, yeah no that was very good point points, and yeah sort of helped me help me to sort of fill in all the missing gap which is important managing vip anything you want to ask uh no i think you've covered quite extensively michael yeah i don't think so I've Got any questions at all, yeah. okay perfect all right well thanks very much thank you